And now for our feature presentation. Episode 83, I'm going to get pumped up for episode 83. Welcome to the Island Manly podcast, episode 83. Uh, you know, if you don't know before, this is a podcast. We're going to be fresh for new listeners this week and older listeners. So if you've just come in and this is the first one you've ever heard, welcome in. It's a nice intro and we're not going to do any in-jokes or anything you don't understand. If you've been listening for a while, welcome back. There will be stuff in jokes and that that you will understand. <laughs> so here tonight we have Johnny. What the fuck? Hello, it's me, Johnny. You don't have to be mad to do this podcast because Barry is a spaz. And we have Greg. Bonsoir, je m'appelle Grégoire. And we have Chris. Hello, fellas. And this week's sponsor is Tomatoes. Uh, the Idle Matinee podcast this week is sponsored by Tomatoes. They're red and they're the only fruit that tastes like tomatoes. Sponsored by Tomatoes. So let us begin. We're also sponsored by the Cookie Puss EP by the Beastie Boys, Houdini by Houdini, and Duck Rock by Malcolm McLaren that all, were all released in 1983. Okay, let's be, let us begin. So, does anyone want to begin this week by talking about Sank? Well, I, I noticed something earlier. I was in the kitchen and uh, a, f- a fly flew in and um, that's the first fly of the year I've seen so it looks like they're back laughs are plenty yeah I've, seen, I've seen a few I saw quite a few back in April I think that's the first one so, I've had in the house that's when you've got to start cleaning up the dog shit Johnny yeah, yeah. or fruit flies so that might you, not be do you pick shit. up off the, the street and take back to your house because you don't actually have a dog who just collects dog shit well, like, oh, that's see, a good one I see English people doing it I know it's popular <laughs> so I've started doing it myself that's a nice one his kitchen is like you know those kitchens in pubs when they have loads of the brass buckles and stuff like that his kitchen's got shelves built with just different dog shits all around yeah. his kitchen <laughs> different white that, ones and... do you think dogs are really entitled these days because humans go around and pick up their shit like 30 yeah, years like, ago mm, they never had that pick that up for me they used to have to do it themselves Pick that up for me. Boo, 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 boo. So I thought this week, let's change things up a bit. Let's do last meals. Like, what would your last meal be <laughs> if you're on death row? Uh, you just, uh, I think that's the sort of. You're just, you're just stealing that off uh, someone else's podcast. But yeah, rightly so, because I don't, I don't like one of the guys on that podcast. Which one? Ed something, isn't it? Yeah, Ed Gamble. Ed Gamble. Yeah. Ed Gamble. No, I, don't, I don't like him. Smart. Uh, no, uh, I don't dislike him, but I don't, I don't like Good. him. But I don't dislike him. I, I mean, I don't think there's anything about him personally that he's a bad person or anything. I just think his comedy's lacklustre. Do you, do you prefer any? Anything on television or radio or anywhere where he's not on it. I've never even seen do it. I, yeah. I do, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I actually turned off. Uh, what, what was it we were watching earlier? Was it the one show? Yeah, he was on that, I think. And uh, I was just like, oh, I, I, I walked out of the room. Well, there's something we could talk about first. We could talk about Eurovision or Army of the Dead. What do you want to start with? Ooh. Eurovision. Talk about what we did this week. So, what did you do this week, Chris? I finished Cobra Kai this week, um, the latest series of that. Cobra Kai is like a guilty pleasure of mine, um, which I'm watching it and I'm like, this is cheesy. This is fucking rubbish. This is rubbish. But I still want, because they're only half hour episodes. They're just so digestible. And then they always give you what you want. So they always have the big showdown. They always have like the the two uh, different schools of karate coming together. They, you know, and they amped it up in the second series. Like the Mandalorian. 
Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah. Fan service. service. I, I haven't watched it. Johnny, you've watched it, haven't you, Cobra Kai? The first two series. Yeah, no, I've watched it. I've only seen the odd one. I haven't actually bothered watching it. That's one of the few things I haven't watched. I like the first series. The first series was good. So I haven't completed Netflix yet. There's that and maybe one or two other things I haven't watched. That's about it. My head's spinning to throwing an improv about Cobra Kai right now to get that comedy going. Okay, here we go. What's the name of the main character? Johnny, I'm the bad guy now. I got a successful car place. Oh, sweet the leg, Johnny. Yeah, body bag. There you go, you've done it. Ross Malfoy, what's the other <laughs> well, guy called? Well, jo- jo- Danny, no, Johnny, Johnny Ringo. No. Yeah, Danny <laughs> is Ralph Macchio. Johnny yeah, Danny is, Larusso the other guy. is and Ralph Macchio. Chris, John Creese is the main bad. Jo- that's it, yeah. Do you know, you know, I mean, I, was, uh, I saw a bit of the action. Uh, the actual original Karate Kid the other day and you know I was just saying the kid body bag yeah. the one who um, he says I can t- I can take out Johnny yeah. and Russo and he says no go for the leg well, I don't know why that's illegal he jumps in the air and kicks his leg he's ah but he jumps on the floor next to him goes I'm sorry Johnny yeah. I'm sorry Bobby yeah Bobby, Bobby he's yeah, going I'm yeah. sorry Johnny and then well, I'm not, he no, sorry, sorry I'm, I'm sorry like, LaRusso sorry LaRusso I'm not, he was better than uh, Johnny he should yeah, have fought him in the yeah, end he's going to him on the floor I'm sorry LaRusso I'm sorry and then afterwards <laughs> he goes ah body bag speed the leg Johnny he's like he's bit weird sort of bipolar I think mm. the thing I found is like the main baddie is this John Crease that Crease I don't know what his first name is actually but Crease the baddie but he's like 70 something now and he looks yeah. like as fuck he just comes in every in every um, but in every shot he's got his arms like folded like this just yeah, but he's got sh- he's got the power of American karate in him hasn't he but yeah exactly he, well and when done properly no series, can defend well, what they did in the third series is they actually gave um, his backstory. So it, it, you start lending some sympathy towards him. Oh, I read it, something about this, yeah. Yeah. Was he look, looking after his wife or something like that, or some relative or some shit like that? They no, got bullied Vietnam in the army or something. Vet, what happened in uh, Vietnam that brutalised him, you know. Oh, well, my uh, uncle yeah. worked with Sylvester Stallone on the uh, first Rocky film, and he said to him... Uh, Eh, Sylvester, why don't you lose in the first film so you can win in the second, then you can make another one? And he's like, no, no, I win in the end of the film, I win at the movie. So a few days later, he came back and didn't say anything to my uncle, just shook his hand and looked him in the eye. And the rest was history. And I was like, well, it wasn't out. really history, because in the first film, wasn't it a draw? Yeah, so he never, he didn't win. Yeah. He said, why didn't you win it? He goes, I'm going to win. And he goes, don't win in the first film. Lose in the first oh, film, right. you can make another one. And my uncle told him to do that. Your uncle the comedian? No, my uncle the alcoholic. Okay. <laughs> the alcoholic liar. Well, you, you, that's what a family used to say. We used to tell me loads of stuff. Oh. I just want to do a correction on like last week as well. I was listening back. There's a couple of things. I can't remember one of them at the moment. Housekeeping. Yeah. When I was blithering on about that um, hockey film, the Red Penguins or whatever, um, I was talking. I, t- I talked about Michael Eisner being being brought into it, and he, yeah. he was going to get involved. Um. Yeah, and yeah, and I said about oh, we had a hundred thousand deal. A hundred thousand would have would have bought a couple of plane tickets. It was a hundred million, obviously, not a hundred thousand. I don't, no, think, anyone, I don't think anyone paid. Yeah, that's that. more, isn't it? That's definitely more. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was obviously more, more worth his while. I don't think Disney. And would it be wasn't the involved. Red Penguins. It was the Mighty Ducks, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Well, no, the Mighty Ducks was part of it. Yeah, oh, right. they were trying to join do a fra- joint franchise yeah, thing yeah. with the Mighty Ducks with the Red Penguins to yeah, to do loads of yeah, sell loads of milkshakes or whatever. I don't know. <sighs> Um, well, there's something else as well I said I, I say things that are wrong all the time. oh no that's that the other thing I wanted to add as well the, the point I made as well last week about the first UFO sighting because the point I wanted to make about that in 1947 when those that, air, that pilot saw those, saw those 
nine crafts or whatever. Um, the C- uh, the National Secrets Act was formed straight off that in America, and the CIA, and that, that all came out of that. And then it, it's it's debatable whether that was done to as a cover for the Cold War or vice versa. You know what mm, I mean? And, too late, mate. Missed your opportunity. This type of housekeeping is necessary because we need to clear this type of thing up in case yeah. anyone is writing a, a thesis or dissertation yeah. using us as source material. Well, I, I'm going to pretend that someone wrote. Oh, so that was in an email, so that we got. Mm. That, our podcast is that popular that we do get emails all the Idle time. At gmail.com. Uh, yeah, and we, that, that was two questions. It's like, I have to pick Greg up on this. Uh, we get so many made. emails now, we probably shouldn't have to read it out. Um, what was it again? Yeah. Idlematinee at gmail.com. Well, so, it's so easy in. to we'll remember. Read them out. We'll read them out. Yeah. We need to. Look at us. We're struggling. It's horrible when you think you're funny and then you get on the podcast and you slowly over the weeks you realise you're not actually as talented <laughs> as you thought you were and desperately, it's a feeling, desperately boring a and unfunny but let's begin this week by talking about Eurovision why did we get Neil Poir what happened what went wrong what's uh, your verdict my dad could tell you I've got, my dad's got a, a so, so, is gone. he on the phone now? Uh, no, he <laughs> he speak through your dad. So basically, I went to I went for dinner on Sunday. Channel, Channel in prof your dad. Yeah, yeah. No, I went for dinner on Sunday, but he was going like, "Oh yeah, I was FaceTiming your uncle the other yesterday." So my uncle Barry, the judge, he's a judge in Ireland, so he's Irish. My dad's Irish as well, but he's been over here for years, so his accent's not the same, but it's a bit funny. So he was FaceTiming me, my uncle, and they're basically they're basically perving over the. The entrance, like the female entrance, where we yeah. like, oh, Barry, check it. He's like, oh, yeah, Robert, there, check out Czechoslovakia. She looks great, yeah, or whatever. And my dad's like, oh, yeah, it's Czechoslovakia. Check out the legs of Czechoslovakia. Or, like, I don't know, because I haven't seen the entrance. Uh, has he but been then, to Czechoslovakia recently with that uh, accent? Yeah. <laughs> it's not a country, is it? Yeah, Czech Republic. Sorry, yeah, whatever. Idiot. Slovakia. Oh, I know. Look, I know. I was just don't talk about his dad okay. like that. Belarus. Whatever. <laughs> oh no, that's not a good one either. Uh, what's a good country? Um, this is hilarious. Ireland. Slovenia. Oh, whatever. Slovenia. I mean, so, yeah, something like Israel. that. Israel. So they're checking out the birds and they're like, yeah, oh, great. And then and then he goes and he goes uh, and then our guy came on. And he goes, I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> what the fuck is that guy? What is he? He's like, what the fuck is what's that? that fat, what's that big fat guy wearing a bin bag? <laughs> Oh, yeah, they, they weren't impressed when our guy came on. <laughs> someone, someone, wasn't, nah, his performance I, wasn't that good either. Someone said on the radio that we got zero points, which meant we didn't even give ourselves any points. But you can't vote for yourself anyway, so yeah, that that's one reason. Also, it, it might have been Brexit. <laughs> it wasn't Brexit. It definitely wasn't Brexit. I, I, I think it's such a it's such a conceited view, British conceited view, isn't it? Oh, Brexit, they fucking hate us. It's like Israel are there, you pricks. Have we not seen what they're up to? Like, it's clearly, it's a fucking awful song. I did think maybe the Zionists had messed up his microphone because his voice was a bit wobbly. And I watched an interview that you sent through on the group chat, Barry, and he Mm. did an impromptu song. And I thought, he's just sung that without the microphone better than he did on the actual night. Like, so, I mean, the song was weak. He was originally supposed to sing in 2020, um, but obviously it was postponed due to COVID. But the original song was called "My Last Breath," which they thought, which Ooh. they changed yeah, at yeah. the last minute due to obviously COVID and yeah, George yeah. Floyd. It was like, yeah, I remember. <laughs> Give me my last breath. It went like that. It went up yeah. at the end. Like, yeah. Well, uh, it was that... probably a more catchy song, but slightly. They but changed it's to like shit. Embers, which he obviously couldn't I rise he, from. He didn't look. I don't think he'd piled on as much weight as it either by then. Like, I think the lockdowns weren't as kind to him, so he wasn't as, I don't know, camera friendly. Guys, any of you watched Army of the Dead? Pixel. Yes. You told us to. 
Yeah. What I did you think I'd, of that yeah. film? I was going to take it back and say, guys, you don't need to, but uh, yeah, at least we've all seen being put through it now. <laughs> Just give it a five out of ten and move on. My telly was a bit five. washed out. That's a bit generous. So when I watched it, I was thinking, hey, what's that game? Gears of War. I was like, yeah. Zack Snyder would make a really good Gears of War film. Yeah. Just like stylistically, you know, like a computer game film, something yeah. like that. It would be brilliant, you know, or arguably with Dave Batista and whatever playing the characters. Scott uh, Ward. It was, um, I don't know, weak, wasn't it? I think, oh. I think he tried to cram too much into it. There was obviously uh, Easter eggs and Greek mythology, like the Alpha and the Omega, and he was called Zeus. Um, and then Entarded. they... They, yeah, but they sort of alluded it was going to be some sort of time loop in there somewhere. And then, what's his name? Jai... The ja, black guy. Ja Rule. Uh, um, yeah, Ja Rule. Amari Hardwick. Is that his name? Oh, I thought the he was... guy from Power, Ghost. Oh, was that Ghost him? Ghost from Power, oh, I yeah. thought he was the Kung Fu guy, never mind. Uh, but he's uh, got like an Omega... When you see him in the beginning... The one with the big the buzzsaw? Vandari. Yeah, he's got, yeah. a, he's got the Omega symbol carved into his chest, hasn't he? Oh, I don't know, yeah. Um, I don't think any of those Easter eggs are worthwhile, considering the... the the no. film was so shit and so. also the you had the Terminator zombies as well did you notice yeah, them yeah some robots were, I noticed that I was like what, is that a fucking robot it's like, yeah not explained it's Sna- hoping- well, Snyder has said that yeah. it's either that the aliens are from the future okay. the aliens no, exactly. the film's so shit no one's going to follow or those fucking the things the government uh, the government has put in spy zombie robots to mix yeah. with the other one I thought oh mate just fucking decide on something and film it with a proper camera you, you wanker shot, yeah, you shot the whole fucking thing with a lens and with a 0.9 with a potato yeah, yeah with an F like yeah which means basically it's a really shallow lens so like if you want something to be in focus it's an f18 or f21 or whatever but you had f0.95 so that's done for a portrait lens basically so it means the person there is in focus but everything else is blown out of focus yeah, yeah. and he shot pretty much every single fucking scene but partly to cover up the facts like well yeah well no no because he'd already filmed that then he put Tignataro in afterwards so I don't understand if uh, I just, if it's weird a weird choice for being on Netflix or whatever it's like oh yeah okay yeah, it's not a great zombie film and I do like zombie films but if I'd have seen that in the cinema I'd be livid and probably have Covid it, it was promising though I had good ideas the, the opening was great I was like I, I was for the opening I was like this is good this is more yeah, I was yeah. like see I, I was really saying this is what Zack Snyder should stick to you know films like this like silly zombie films but I didn't, th- I didn't mean that silly and then sort of just forgot uh, yeah it was just crap and obviously I mean, we were watching Red Letter Media yesterday and it's the similarities to Aliens I, I made some comparisons but then yeah I realised there's even more comparisons obviously that can be made to Aliens just completely copied um, like the whole buddy dynamic and like the, 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 the bad guy going in with them and setting them up and all that shit I don't mind but, a um, 90s style f- um, action film but what then just l- film it properly well yeah film it properly but also that, that falls down when you don't have uh, loads of films trying to copy that alien dyna- uh, Aliens dynamic with the, the, the Predator or whatever yeah, yeah. Yeah, the or predator with the group all coming together, like, and they just don't do it well. The pattern's not good, like the banter and everything between the gang just falls flat. On st- the first line of dialogue, it's like oh, clang, and then the rest of it's just like oh, it gets just gets, gets yeah, worse, it draws you out. Of yeah, it. and the fucking Dieter, the German guy, and all that shit, and the fist bumps and all that. And it's like, oh, these guys spin off. Oh yeah, fucking hell, yeah. Uh, but yeah, there was like that. He should stick to making trailers. I reckon Zack Snyder just make tra- make trailers for other people. One thing like. that pissed gone, Chris. I just didn't know what happened to one of the main characters as well when they went onto the roof. There was like a girl that just went missing. Yeah, no, that's yeah. exactly the helicopter. She just was gone. The helicopter. They ju- when they jumped into the helicopter, when the zombie jumped into the helicopter, the girl she'd gone to save and spent yeah, the whole yeah. fucking time saving Dave Batista's daughter. <laughs> she spent the whole time saving just disappeared. She was we in the helicopter. It. We wound it to look at yeah, it because yeah. she was in the. Copter, but she was gone. She? And Tignataro's dead in the in the chopper with a blade through. Whatever, but then there's just no sign of the other bird. Yeah, no, no, but yeah. that's why she wants to One go in. Things, yeah. Well, she's so adamant to going in. Her dad's dead. Yeah, and she 
she's like, oh yeah, maybe this was a waste of time. Like, I want that lobster dinner. <laughs> At the end, he goes, I want to have that lobster dinner. And One like, thing that fucked me off, can I just say, yeah. is the fact that, I kept going on about this all the way through the film, the fact that, um, what's the main character called? Uh, Dave Batista, Scott Ward. Yeah. Fucking, he, he wears glasses in the restaurant. He has glasses around his neck for the whole film and doesn't put them on. Penfold. Well, he always fucking does that. He always wears glasses, but he didn't put them on once. So why has he got glasses around his neck? What's he going to use them for? Reading the fucking menu? Blueprints. Uh, what, what does it take to shock Dave Batista? He just he just looks stoic for everything, it's, doesn't he? He looks Japanese, doesn't he? <laughs> he, he, does he looks man. like half Japanese. Do you I think, think he had the same staple facelift that uh, Joe Pesci had? <laughs> uh, yeah, he fucking, yeah. I just, yeah, it was bad, wasn't it? The, be- um... Yeah, like Dave Batista. Yeah, Dave Batista wasn't the worst thing in it, but he was, no. he wasn't. But he didn't have much to work with. To be fair, then yeah, I don't know. But he plays Drax the Destroyer and everything, doesn't he? Really? Yeah. It was it was easily fifty or so minutes. If they cut fifty minutes out of the film, it would it made it a lot better. There's some yeah. there's some nice little touches in it. The the idea of the 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 zombie, the intelligent zombie thing, or whatever. They could have. It wasn't that bad an idea, but they could have made but it better. Filming it so washed out and it being so long it was sort of like a wet Wednesday in High Wycombe wasn't it yeah the whole point also of like cut, cutting the zombie's head off as well there'd be much easier ways of doing that if, they just, if all they wanted was the zombie head it was just yeah it was a really stupid you should have told plot. them all to go and get the zombie head yeah, yeah. not one person it didn't make send any sense send a drone in send a drone in yeah. just send in loads of drones just following them around they'd take one off yeah yeah it'd be easy yeah it could have gone about like, it yeah like the sequel would probably be just, good yeah, it's just yeah, like shit script. The, the set pieces weren't all that either. I mean, it was, it was watchable, yeah, because you had the odd, the odd all right set piece. But yeah, most of the time they're just shooting everyone in the head, and there's no d- real danger until you can tell which one of them's going to go. Like, oh, it's that time for someone to die. And you go, like, yeah, who's going to look? You can tell at the end of the scene who's going to make it out and who's not. It's just like, oh, right, yeah, time for them to die, because they, they've not added nothing to the film. I did quite like it when um, Dave Batista's girlfriend just got a nap's like a neck like spun round, like yes, uh, that was <laughs> like, yeah, because yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I didn't, so I didn't see that coming. I didn't see her as being. I thought, oh, she might be one of the ones to make it After out. Possibly. Watching it, don't you wish they just did that to everyone at that point in the <laughs> yeah, film? Yeah, it's like, right, more of that, please. <laughs> click, 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 click. Yeah, just as soon as it gets boring, just someone gets a head snapped. I was, I was, I was sorry. excited to watch it, though. That was the thing. I was quite Me too. Like, yeah, yeah. I was like, brilliant. And I haven't felt like that in ages. Um, so. So yeah. disappointment. Uh, How many disappointments out of five so would you give it? It was like because uh, the, the colours, all the colour things, and everything. It looked like suicide, like Suicide Squad. It was like oh, like right, uh, a dead film, like one of the fucking dead films, but mixed with Suicide Squad. Basically, it was that was what it was. Yeah. Let's do a quick improv. I'll be blight to Tanaka, the uh, Japanese guy asking um, him to do the job. Greg can be Dave Batista, Scott Ward, and Johnny can be Ella Purnell, Kate Ward, Scott's son, Scott's son, Scott's son's daughter. daughter. She's mute in this one. And uh, Chris, you can be Ludwig Dieter, uh, played by Matthew Schweitzer. I can't remember the the film enough after watching it. I'm a German guy. Let's let's do the time loop where you all got out, the uh, you all escaped, and then you're coming back to me and you haven't got the uh, zombie head. Begin scene. Oh, so you're back, Mr. Ward. The time loop? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm back. Is that you? I, I can't see out. I've lost my glasses, and I can't see out of my tiny eyes. Oh, they're over here. Here are your glasses. Let me uh, just have thanks, bro. a Thanks, bro. is like my bro now. Hey, give us a fist bump there, bro. Thanks, oh, man. You two have done well to escape. Did you bring a zombie head? 
uh, no, because you never told us about that. You said about the money. You only told that other guy, the bad oh, guy. Yes. Yes. You got his head eaten by a tiger. Oh, so the, one, the one flaw in your plan. Oh, your daughter's voice has got deeper. I can't actually remember Mr. the daughter's Wild. character. So I'll just be myself. After we got caught in the nuke and she sounds like that now. Yeah. You poor girl, but your breasts have grown. <laughs> they but are bigger. Are extra Thank massive, you. yeah. They're very nice. I mean, I should talk like that about my own daughter, but yeah. Mr. Ward. May I touch one of your daughter's breasts? I mean, sure, why not? Not that one! Can I, can I have my my money now? I mean, no, wait, I got the money. Here is £50. You've uh, done well. <laughs> Very well. Yes. I have another mission in for you in New Mexico. Apparently someone got bit by the king of the zombies, and he is now King Zombie. Oh, do you need a nutcracker for that as well? No, thank you. <laughs> Oh, that's my comic relief, Dida. Oh, I was gonna, I was gonna watch that on Saturday, but I saw that um, Witches of Eastwick was on, so I uh, watched that instead, which uh, I'm glad of now. But that led me to think. I was thought I'd ask, what's your favourite portrayal of the devil in a Hollywood movie? Uh, so I have to say Witches of Eastwick Jack, with uh, Jack Nicholson. <laughs> he uh, put, he, he pl- famously played Daryl Van Horn. If you recall, oh, actually, no, sorry, take it back. Uh, well, Daryl, I was just going to say, Daryl Van Horn is an anagram of Horny Devil, by the way. I think it's Harvey Keitel in Little Nicky with Adam Sandler. <laughs> <laughs> is it that's Harvey, my, is it, <laughs> yeah, that's my second one. I think my first one is. Uh, that's what I was going to say. But my first one is. Is it Harvey uh, Keitel? I think it is. Yeah, it is. I yeah. Think it is, yeah. yeah. But my first one is the Devil in South Park movie. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's got to be yeah, it's got to be Satan from South Park. No one thinks um, Devil's Advocate Al Pacino. <laughs> John Milton. Oh, is that his name in it? I fucked you. Oh, yeah, which, Milton. It's not an anagram. Obviously, in Angel Heart, he's Louis Cipher, which is oh, yeah, obvious. Yeah, 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 yeah. Obvious giveaway. I was an Angel Heart. Yeah, my, uh, Al Pacino to keep these laughs flowing. Hey, I'm a devil guy. Keep the laugh flying. Keanu! What have I Go to that your wife! Go to that cupboard and get me a drink! Help yourself! Oh, you fucked your have wife! One too. Yeah, it was me. If you, get, if you try and get home now, you might just catch him at it. Um, obviously, David Warner in Time Bandits, he was good. Oh, yeah. And Tim Curry as Darkness in Legend with Tom Cruise, directed oh. by Ridley Scott, the local boy, Tom Cruise. And oh, George Burns in Oh God, You Devil, that was the ones I thought were quite good. I can't but, think of it. Yeah, any. I thought um, Bitches of Eastwick was quite good. Off the top, the top of my head. Have you not seen it before? Elizabeth. No, I have, yeah. But I, oh, I right, haven't yeah. seen it in a while. It Elizabeth Hurley and Bewitched. Which, which one would you go for? Oh, yeah, of course. Which one would you go for? The brunette, the redhead or the blonde? Well, it was, it was Cher, Michelle Pfeiffer or Susan Sarandon, isn't it? No. Yes. Susan Sarandon yeah. gets yeah. quite sexy in it. Yeah, well, I mean, Susan she was in her day. I mean, they all were. Well, yeah, well, but she I mean, starts well, out... Cher, well, Cher's debatable. Cher, like... I mean, Cher... She's, she's a weird one like Michelle Pfeiffer and Susan Sarandon you'd say yes definitely in their, in their pop yeah. like you'd, you'd be like yes in the 70s or whatever some sex noises you'd make Michelle Pfeiffer's knees well, in that but Cher, you're like she's one of those ones like <clears throat> Carol Vorderman who's, who's well no not got Carol Vorderman because Carol Vorderman is sometimes you'd definitely well, say well, you I, think, would. I think if you had Cher <laughs> stood next I think if you had Cher stood next to a, a, the ginger you'd go for the ginger every time even if it was in that film it's illegal it's illegal for me to um, mate with another ginger because um, um, we need to spread it as we're dying out. So was that just a crunch then? Yeah. yeah. So you got it. Fucking, I don't know how he thinks we're going to... We'll just stop while he's yeah, doing he's this. Yeah, he's going to eat. Just eat his food because I can't fucking have him making this fucking Well, if noise. you just stop eating for... Oh, yeah. okay. He's very much... I don't know how he thought that was going to work. Like, yeah, we'll yeah, start he's a again. Fucking idiot. a new entry. And yeah. Let's start from the game. Yeah. 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 Did you say the bird you'd like the most out of the Witches of Eastwick film would be? 
I'd I'd probably go Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. All right. Okay. I mean, I'm I'm a blo- I'd sort of I'm, I'm Michelle Pfeiffer in a bar. Uh, Let's see how it goes. Right. Well, don't even mouth for you yeah. fucking slag. Yeah, she's just having yeah. a pub. Bangy, she's having a fucking slag. She's having a pub lunch. She's got fucking calipers on her legs, the noisy bitch. Yeah, so I want to do that movie, and uh, I don't think it's good. the right money's right enough, and I'm getting older now, so... Uh, hey, oh, Greg, I- look at that bird. That's Michelle Pfeiffer over there, mate. Oh, no, it doesn't, doesn't sound like her, though. And she's got a sausage in her mouth. <laughs> yeah, well, she'll have a sausage in her mouth later, won't she, Greg? Oh, yeah, but I'd rather not try and... Oh, God. Mm, she doesn't learn, does she, Michelle mm, Pfeiffer? These sausages are delicious. She'd have to... I don't know. I don't know if I could talk to her. I, I, I couldn't no, let her talk. Dri- sausage on her beard <laughs> excuse me do you do you work here are you Michelle Pfeiffer or Caitlyn Jenner uh, I'm Michelle Pfeiffer excuse oh, me oh yeah you, excuse me do you work can, who's this guy is he with you this rude one who's asking me if I'm Caitlyn yeah, Jenner yeah he's my wingman oh, yeah not very he's good I'm, neg- my, I'm, I'm negging you you sausage face I, cunt oh, well easy he's my hype man and my ne- uh, neg man my yeah wingman <laughs> <Neg> man. <laughs> I'm a very rude young man you're nice though you've got nice muscles you're looking <laughs> Pretty hot. <laughs> nice muscles. Oh, that the first thing you look. Hey, you're giggling. Oh, you're going all red. <laughs> Michelle, stop it. <laughs> you uh, got a nice piece. See, <laughs> <laughs> so it does work. Can you I just touch walk it? up? Just walk up to him with the piece out. I it does work. Oh, that's really good. I told you. I had a friend who um, I won't say his name. Let's just say his name's Richard Dark. Oh, and um, Richard, Richard Dark. Um, well, is I was going to say was he's a funny fella because he's a really handsome guy. He's one of these guys, really handsome, but there's nothing between the ears at all. But not like no common sense or anything like that. There's there's fucking nothing between the ears. And um, but every time we go out, he doesn't mind being slapped in the face ten times because he just goes law of, law of averages. So he goes straight up to a girl. Ask her out, going, you're really nice, can I give you a kiss? And they go, oh, it's a bit forward. And sometimes they go, go away. But other times they just go, yeah, all right then, what you got? And they end up getting off of them. And so often just go home. And it sickened us because it was like, he's a fucking idiot. He's a fuckwit. He always bought. But you could never get a girlfriend because they always knew what it was like um, after they'd spent a bit of protracted time with him out of the club, sober. But he, he I remember him telling me about one night, I was like, so what was it like last night? And he was like, oh, it's great. Uh, she was, I was like, did you, uh, you know, did you sleep with her? He was like, oh, no, no. And he was a virgin until the late, his late 20s. And I thought, the amount that he gets and takes home, how is it even possible that he, he is like this? And I was like, so why don't, why, why didn't he? Oh, she wanted me to do a doggy style. And I was like, what? so, <laughs> so why, why didn't you? And he went, oh, I just think it stinks. And I was like, what? As soon as they bend over and I smell that, I just don't want to do it. And I was thinking, what? yeah, because he pulls girls in clubs all the time and be dancing all night. Yeah. And then he gets them back. And he was like, and I just, I was like, well, how do you tell him no without being rude? He goes, well, I tell him about my old army injury because he was, dis- he says he was dishonorably, he was honorably discharged from the army for bad, bad knees. But he actually did make it through training. His, his knees gave up on him. But he's like, yeah, I won't do that. Anyway, um, uh, post losing his virginity, he became a bit bolder, and but it's, he's still as sad now, like in his 40s, grey hair, he's still doing exactly the same thing, goes out clubbing on his own, he goes to pubs on his own and just goes up to girls, t- takes fun. Anyway, I said to him, 
Um, when I last bumped into him, I was like, so um, how's things going? And he's pretty base. So all he's going to talk to you about is... Yeah, can I, can I just like, say, but he's yeah. saying before, like he, he said about, oh, it stinks down there. But who you don't tend to like get a bird, bird's kit off and then go like, right, well, unless you're doing like, unless you are like doing foreplay and everything, and you're like, you know, I mean, she's sucking you off and you're eating her out or whatever. Uh, but if you're just having a shag, then surely, like, I mean, he wouldn't be down there sniffing around anyway. It's not your first port of call, is it? It's like, get their kecks off and then go, like, and then have a good sniff. You might just, I mean, you'd probably just Vapors start coming up. Start fucking away, wouldn't you? And without, and you wouldn't have to smell anything. It just seems a bit weird. He's that's, sniffing. That's unless, I oh, know, unless that's that is you. his, unless he's being a gentleman, it is his go-to. Is like, well, I insist on going down you first, and he's like, oh, but you Mate, smell, I'm afraid. No, he's yeah. not going down them. It's oh, bending right. them over. He's, he's like, bending them over. Of, that smell of arse. Oh my god! Well, well, yeah, I don't, know. You don't, I don't know. You're not really sniffing. You don't sniff a, like. You don't unless try and sniff the arse. You don't try and sniff the arse. So if I bend over now and pull my trousers and pants down and spread my arse, yeah, the last thing I'm going to do is try and sniff. Yeah, let's try it. Let's see if you can sniff my arse. Oh, don't! Oh god, it's can you smell that? Stinks. Can you smell that? Put it away. But to be honest, but can you mind. smell that? It was a bird's arse. I wouldn't mind. Yeah, I can you smell mine. You need to go to a but doctor. You're what you're doing now is you're applying rational, rational thought yeah. to a guy who doesn't have rational thought. That's just an example of him. Yeah. It's like just ridiculousness. It's like what? What? what, what. So, so you he met up again. Up things. He passed up things. Unless he was anyway, eating a route and reverse cow. So you met up with him again. And then he's like, birds, birds, birds. His nose could be birds, up her ass. Birds, birds. I said so. Have you had anything? He went, oh yeah, yeah. Um, I got this girl. Back, um, it was like a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, "He goes, yeah, yeah, shagged her, shagged her." I was like, "Oh, but good for you, mate." Um, he said, and then in the morning, it was, oh, really funny thing in the morning. In the morning, I thought I'd pissed the bed, but then I realised it was her that had pissed the bed. I was like, "Oh, that's a bit embarrassing for her." And she must have been really drunk. He went, "Yeah, but I still wouldn't let her leave the bed until she gave me a blowjob." I was like, "That what?" And he was like, yeah, yeah. She was a bit upset about it, but I said, no, you're in my bed. You pissed my bed. This is how you're going to pay me back. <laughs> and uh, he did that. Anyway, I was sat in his lounge at the time, and I was going, okay, so what? Where, where's the mattress? Because you live in a flat. How do you dry the mattress out? He went, oh, no, I just tipped bottles of bleach on it and left it. <laughs> Like, you know, it, like all his all his glasses in his house are jam jars and stuff like that. He hasn't got any pint. Doesn't even have the decency to take a few pint glasses out. It's all fucking like old marmite jars and jam jars. <laughs> I always anyway. think it's uh, quite a risky move to force someone to give you a blowjob. That puts you in quite a vulnerable position, well, yeah. doesn't it? Can I put my ass cheeks back together and sit down now? Yeah, no, no okay. you stay like that until okay. the fucking until we smell it properly. Yeah, until we can smell it. Did you see that MGM of Amazon brought MGM? They're trying, so they're bidding for it. Yeah, so they're talking about them exploiting the, uh, the so well, uh, sorry, the, what do they call it? Their content. Well, their IP, sorry, their IP. At the beginning so, of the year, Amazon wanted to uh, have the James Bond film on Amazon Prime. They said they'd pay MGM to buy the James Bond film and put it on at the same time, like at the cinema, because it wasn't at the cinema. And MGM refused and said, no, you can't put it. It's got to go at the cinema. So Amazon, what do they do? Just buy the whole fucking company. Yeah. <laughs> and then they'll have all of the James Bonds, because that's basically the money they've got. They MGM weren't doing very well anyway, were they? They want to do stuff with the back catalogue similar to Cobra Kai. So their back catalogue includes Raging Bull, Rocky, Gone with the Wind. What else was on there? E.T., I think. That's so that, that would be one hell of a programme if they mashed all that, did a mash-up. Yeah. The next James Bond film, apparently uh, Amazon have brought the... Here's uh, one foot. <clears throat> right. So... Uh, Apparently, Amazon. James Bond car's going to be an Amazon fan. Fucking hell, Greg! It'd be a drone, wouldn't it? 
No, I wasn't even going to fucking say that. I was going to say, so uh, apparently uh, Amazon have brought the new James Bond film and uh, they're going to CGI in the Amazon van in the whole movie. <laughs> oh. Like Tig Notaro CGI'd in Army of the Dead. But you... So uh, me and Greg watched a shit film in the week that I thought was going to be really good. And it's called uh, Crazy Samurai Mushashi, one verse 400. And it's a single take movie where one samurai fights 400 different people. And it sounds good. And the trailer looks good. And you think, oh, that's that's actually really impressive, like how they've done that in a single take. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to yeah. go? <laughs> Basically, if you're to believe that, uh, you know, so samurais, they use katana blades, right? So Japanese steel is meant to be the sharpest in the world. You know what I mean? Like, like so barber's scissors and stuff are made out of it and they cost 800 pounds. And anyway, a katana blade, they're meant to be able to slice through I mean, slice through steel some type of way in the, in the films are. But anyway, this their, their blades, were, he was like just whacking people on the top of the head, like with the blade side. It's not like he was flipping it around. Yeah. So, and these guys were going like, oh, and like, and then just stumbling off and then rejoining the, the group. So there's like, it said it was 400 people, but what, it was like 30 actors <laughs> and they're all just like getting killed. And then every time, none of them died though. You never saw any of them die. They got dragged to the side of the screen. screen. And if you keep watching them, you just see them go, get up and then just run to the back of the like queue. Like a carousel. Yeah, yeah, just keep going around. Like, yeah, it's so it's it just like, goes on for fucking hours. So we watched like, like 15 minutes from in the woods fighting them. And it's like, well, this must go on for ages because it's not going to get much better than this. So I just skipped it halfway through. And then he's just fighting one guy near a thingy and I've skipped hut. it near the end and he's fighting more and he's all knackered now like holding the sword with one hand and all yeah. fucked and the bit that really killed it for me right there's loads of CGI blood he gets this guy he goes shat and slashes his neck and the blood goes everywhere and we're like looking at that guy yeah, and he's going to get up and the guys all drag this guy off and then halfway dragging off he stands up and then like runs around again <laughs> he's like out. oh dear god so it's sort, of, sort of like a really violent bukkake yeah no, well it's not really because there wasn't much blood in it there's, there'd be more blood than yeah but one, one person taking 400 I mean well yeah and that's always disappointing as well yeah, I've never found that type of film he, interesting either unfortunately he didn't get covered in anything <laughs> but uh, yeah they, they yeah the moves when he was just hitting him on the top of the head but yeah, every single move he did you're like oh that surely that must have killed him and you're like oh he's got him in the gut he's got him there and he's like the, the headshots basically that would have sliced straight through their skull every time he yeah, done yeah. that with a proper katana blade it would have cut right through the top of their skull like halfway down their face like straight through their brain dead instantly but they're just going oh, and like holding the top of their head and <laughs> running <laughs> to the back of the queue yeah going oh, free stages. Stages. Like, yeah. what's your favourite samurai film because oh. like there's films like Satoichi and stuff like that that are really good I like, I like Satoichi and what's that what's his name Lone Dog and what's yeah. the one with Wolf you know the one where he's got Baby Cart and River Sticks Lone Wolf and Cub yeah. Ninja Scroll Lone Wolf and Cub yeah. Ninja, Ninja Scroll's Scroll, mine Seven Samurai Seven Samurai Samurai Jack Jubei The Magnificent Seven Jubei's a, like, he's quite a famous character like, he's in yeah. Ninja Scroll but he's quite a known character in what's the one with Japanese. Tom Cruise in it uh, oh that's uh, a, a thingy did, The did Last you? Samurai the yeah, final Last Samurai Last Samurai, samurai yeah. I, that's I with um, like 47 Ronin as well I did enjoy it oh yes yeah it was that Keanu Reeves one yeah yeah, but, um, yeah last, I, I, thought, I thought Last Samurai was pretty good with Ken, Ken Watanabe yeah. that bird out of Walking Dead uh, which one? Uh, I can't remember her name. The one with the dread. She's a, has a samurai sword, didn't she? And two zombies on chains. Oh, the oh the black one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're getting a bit tenuous there. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, let's bring it back a bit. Let's talk about Xmas present memories. Some of the greatest presents we've ever received on Christmas. So why? We're just oh, coming to summer it. now. Can we do, can oh. maybe do that like near to Christmas <laughs> time? Oh, yeah, Christmas one. Think yeah. of some other retro thing let's we talk can talk about. about summer podcasts, memories. Podcasts never do that. <laughs> do you remember VHS tapes? I had. I had a list of like film stuff to talk about. Yeah, but we do that. We review. We talk about films. Talk about that sort of stuff. Do it. Like, I wanted to talk about what's under umbrella. Academy going to do now that Elliot Page is there instead of Ellen Page are they going to make that character different or are they going to write her out which would be a bit weird because that would be deviating from the source material I haven't bothered watching all of Umbrella okay? that's something else yeah. that I haven't watched all the things you drift off from we were yeah. the other day that's another one yeah that's what I just I stopped watching I, not because um, not it uh, I guess that's 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 one that I could easily. I'll probably go back to and be like, oh yeah. See, that was a good subject we're going to talk about. Yeah. Programs you've watched yeah, and then and you've then, given up yes. on. Well, exactly because I did the same thing with Great Mr. Subject. Mercedes. Remember? Remember how I was going on about Mr. Mercedes? I really loved the first season, and then I was like, the second season, bit different, bit out there, but I still really liked it. Then I sort of went just off the board of the third season. Well, I got back into it the other day and watched all that, and yeah, I, I quite enjoyed it again. But it was, yeah, again, it's just coming back to it. It's same, I did the same thing with Better Call Saul. I left it for fucking ages. I watched it after the second season. It. And then I left it for, yeah. And then, but I went back just to ca- catch up as, and watch like a couple of the episodes, the later episodes from the season before, and then got up to speed again. It was like, okay, right. And then got totally into it. And I'm now, I like it more than Breaking Bad, pretty much. Well, well there was a bloke, really? when, I, when I was working on site. Yeah, I think, yeah. When but, I was working on site doing the electrical installation at that school, there was a bloke, well, it was quite funny. He was weird in that he just bought um, DVDs every month rather than. Um, watching a stream getting a streaming service but one thing he said well, he won't watch any series until it's ended to find out if it's crap or not and I was like oh you've got to watch Game of Thrones yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, obviously it hadn't ended, yeah, ended yeah, then. Yeah. but he was like no I won't watch any series till the end and then find out if the ending if the ending's shit I won't bother starting it and how, how right he was in hindsight <laughs> Well, well, no, because he should have. Well, so, what, so he just never. He waited till it ended, and then went. Now nah, I'm not going to bother now because it was shit. Well, I, don't I, know, I wasn't there when the Game of Thrones ended. But what right. he's saying is, he'd rather get a series, all the series, and then binge watch it all the way through. Yeah. Well, no, yeah, I get that. Yeah. But if, so he's not basing anything off his own judgment. Yeah. Just what other people think. Yeah. Uh, partly that and also he wants to be able to watch the whole thing from start to finish rather than having to wait in the middle and I suppose it is the waiting in the middle that makes you forget about like, I forgot completely forgot about Cobra Kai and then by the time I realised there was a third series I just couldn't be bothered to start it yeah. and I think that's what one of the reasons you don't carry on watching it well, same, to, uh, Chris, that's the same thing with The Expanse like, uh, I, I intend to go back and watch that as well because I, I did enjoy the first season but I just didn't pay attention to a couple of that's what it takes if, you, if you're watching something avidly and then you don't pay attention to one episode it doesn't mean necessarily that episode was boring or whatever it's just yeah. you just weren't paying attention you had too much shit on and you'd thrown yourself off the set. that's the problem with having too much shit to watch because then you'll be like oh right then Barry will be like oh we're watching this now and then I'll go right and then I'll just completely forget that I was watching something else because you think oh I can always go back to it I do, I do like to binge now with the streaming services so you can watch three episodes or something rather than watching one and thinking oh now I've got to wait another week to watch it mm. and a lot happens in a week these days Indeed. Indeed. Well, Strange I, times. I never watched all the Preacher, American Gods, Boardwalk Empire. There's loads <laughs> I've like, not seen. Boardwalk, Boardwalk Empire was good. See, see that through if you can be bothered. I don't think I'll bother with Stranger Things anymore. I think that's... Oh, just, no, yeah, I only no, watched I half just, the last season I didn't of that. I well. that, yeah. I thought the first season was good, but like with most American series, they're just trying to milk it now, aren't they? Yeah. And the, the children are obnoxious. Yeah, well, they're too old now. They're not, they're not cute anymore. I, I ain't wanking over that. <laughs> Greg, talk about um, Captain Birdseye adverts. Go on them. Oh yeah, yeah. So the, the progression of Captain Birdseye adverts. So there always seems 
but like well there's always been they've always seemed a bit creepy haven't they it's like oh, alright there's a guy out at sea with a load of kids right so the, the original advert okay was it was an old man right it was an old man white yep. beard like yep. Santa looking guy but not as fat just like a a friendly looking fisherman type guy but of granddad age who we'd all but suspect now but yeah but, they, but they, were seen, they were seen as a bit weird so then what they did was they made him younger didn't they they made him to like a fucking like square jawed like like, young, poli- like, like policemen dude, like, they're getting younger aren't they no yeah like uh, chiseled jaw no, hunk yeah no but they're yeah sort of thing like and so but he was like in his 30s yeah, sort of in his thirties or early forties or something, just like normal. But then, that, then to make think, it more attractive to the kids. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I think that it was in an effort to make it seem less pedo-y, But then it's, but it seemed just as pedo. It's like well, it doesn't matter. The, the guys there with a load of kids that aren't his or whatever. So I've just noticed now though um, that it's an old man again, not quite as old. He's like a silver fox type looking dude with a beard and everything. But he, they call him Granddad. They make a point of saying, "Ah, oh, when I'm out fishing," it's like Werther's advert. It's like when I'm out fishing with my grandchildren. Don't yeah, don't worry, guys. It's you, okay. They're my grandchildren. Then we have fish fingers. Do you so think? Right do you think vulnerable kids' tastes have changed over the years? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're, they're, they're getting more picky. But they're always getting on get by their granddad. Washed <laughs> off from their fish fingers. Yeah. yeah, in the 80s, it was just like a Santa Claus with a sailor's hat on, which is not weird. And then they slowly sort of moved on to more of the like, you know, who's that? There's that model that seems to be in uh, that old guy. He's muscly, but he's got a grey beard, and he seems to be in all the like aftershave adverts and uh, all the adverts where they've all they've got a, uh, an ex model with grey hair in it he seems to be in all of them I've noticed well, it might be, yeah it might be him yeah <laughs> and, and now they're back to granddad yeah, yeah. <laughs> for yeah. what it's worthers yeah they were, it was my grandfather and I was four I remember the first time I was nonced it was my grandfather and I was four and now I'm- I remember talking to someone about Werther's originals and they were like oh I remember because you know and they were reminiscing about them and I was like you do realise Werther's originals weren't released in the UK until like the 90s yeah. or something yeah. it's like no 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 my granddad's no, no. like, advert <laughs> a German advert <laughs> yeah. they're actually called Werther's they're not, not English yeah. she's like no my granddad used to I was like no you'll remember you'll remember the advert. advert there is no yeah. granddad you'd never yeah. had a granddad <laughs> so, well, this is the matrix you have to remember the truth it's there like, is no granddad when you say like oh yeah I used to get that party and they used to pile up all the Frere Rochers in like a pyramid it's like no that's never fucking happened <laughs> that's the ambassador was there you know <laughs> yeah you know the ambassador like, party oh you idiot it's like, well, it's no. like the, the marketing team are imbuing it with heritage aren't they <laughs> you know it's like it's even down to like obviously Foster's isn't Australian Australian's hate Fosters or like beer and Moretti it's like it's a proper Italian and all the Italians are dropping picking it up with a basket while they're having oh, yeah. uh, having anti-pasty on the roof of that <laughs> yeah. brewed in Birmingham oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> These Bir- I'm not saying there aren't Italians in Birmingham I'm just saying What about the thickest cunts you've ever worked with? <laughs> this podcast. <laughs> and looking at it. I mean, it doesn't seem like work all the time. Yeah. This is my job at the moment. It's hard so, work. This is my job at the moment, so technically, yeah, you. Do you ever think mm. the happiness of your life depends on the quality of your thoughts? No, I've, I've worked with thicker people than you, actually, Barry, I think. Oh, that's, that sounds like a good story. That's, that's probably the best compliment I've ever given him. <laughs> What's the male equivalent of an Anne Summers party? 
A sausage fest. <laughs> soggy biscuit. A quick, a quick round of soggy biscuit. Yeah, you don't yeah, buy soggy it. biscuit. That's be something you buy, wouldn't <laughs> it? Yeah, look at it. It turns up with lots of different types of biscuits. Like, <laughs> try out which is the best one. It'd be, it'd be sex dolls, wouldn't it? And you go into like a downstairs loo and try one out. Try out flashlights and stuff yeah. like that. <laughs> get that pocket pushy. That's the thing. You go like, well, should we just play soggy biscuit, guys? Yeah, we're done with it. No, not really. I'd like to buy some sex yeah. toys. Oh, no, I want to stay, stay here for ages and play with myself. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to have a quick wank and get out of here. Uh, do you mind if I just, just for a laugh, try on that gimp outfit? That's what it turned into, isn't it? With blokes. I'm just like, going to let's try this out. Oh, fuck it. I'm going to fuck it. That's more or less what yeah, the women do. That works. Loads of men come and yeah, I'm going home now. Maybe the women do that as well, hopefully. Yes. Uh, go, go on, lad. Just go on. Try on the lingerie. Try on the lingerie. And when it's going, you got to buy that now, you filthy cow. It's like, put the fleshlight on the tip of your nose to see what it's like. <laughs> oh, it smells horrible. I can't do it. It smells horrible. I can't do it when they bend over. I can't do it. <laughs> I did do that to a mate who fell asleep and I put a fresh light on his face and he thought it was a fish. He was like, oh, get that stinking fish off my face. And I was like, it was not a fish. He was like, I'm not what? And I was like, it was like, oh, right. mm. just saw <laughs> some juice rolling out. I've <laughs> not cleaned it. Oh, lovely. <laughs> Oh dear, yeah. Here's a couple of philosophical questions for you. Uh, first one is afternoon siestas, yes or no? Yes. yes. All day siestas, Fuck mate. Yes. Uh, unless, unless you're working, unless you're like driving at the time. Unless you're like, <laughs> unless you're like a long, heavy good well, driver. Well, yeah, heavy good driver. If you're on one of those Tesla trucks, you probably could have a nap. <laughs> Do you yeah, find, so yeah, do you yeah, find if you have a because I, like, I sometimes find I have an afternoon siesta, but I don't actually sleep very well because it's quite bright so I will sort of drift off but I have quite vivid dreams Do have you, you not thought that? of shutting your eyes no I haven't actually that's yeah, not a bad try idea that. it's a little, little life hack <laughs> <Yeah>. for you <laughs> do you ever have vivid dreams if you have an afternoon siesta or not do you wake up like you know when you wake up you think shit yeah, I remember uh, that dream yeah I'll, I'll have a brief one it'll be like an action sort of something I'll be running somewhere or something and then my trip most up. embarrassing one was I dropped off to sleep on my uh, grandparents sofa in the afternoon and um I remember pushing myself like that down on my groin and I woke up like, oh, you know, with a lazy log doing that and my nan was like, do you want a cup of tea, love? <laughs> I was like, oh, no, I've been pushing my boner. She's <laughs> been watching me all the time. Oh, Chris, you've got a little, you got, I see you've got a bit of a boner there. Oh, oh that like, reminds me of Grandad. Do you want to go to the bathroom? I really want to touch it, but I know I shouldn't. <laughs> this is better than TV. <laughs> Uh, I remember I was uh, around a, a girlfriend's house and um, I hadn't met the parents yet and we was, we'd gone back so that we were supposed to meet the parents and they were late and we sat on the sofa and I'd obviously fallen asleep and as they came in the room it woke me up and I went fuck <laughs> so it's the first thing they ever heard me say was fuck I, I often get a thing when you, you're holding your phone or something like that and you've fallen you've been looking at your phone and you fall asleep and have a siesta while you're holding your phone and then you think it's a drink and you have that thing when you're, you're holding something and you go, oh, you get a jolty thing. Yeah, and you're yeah. like, oh, spill drink. And you think it's spilled drink, but you're holding your phone instead. And you're like, oh, fuck. Thank God for that. Well, I've had it where I've been lying in bed. You know when you're watching YouTube or watching a video or whatever, or whatever, but you've obviously fallen asleep and then you get woken up by the phone falling on on you because if you're lying down and you're holding it up like yeah, I did that. Oh, your yeah, chest, yeah, and it falls on you and you go ah and then you're like, oh it's I, really, I have the iPad on its side I, now I did I'll that on the tablet I was reading the Vincible comic and I fell asleep reading it yeah. and just dropped the tablet on my face <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even yeah. know I'd fallen asleep yeah yeah, yeah. Well, this is great stuff. I can't. <laughs> I can't hold it up though. Yeah, your arms hurt worse. So I've taken to lying on my side and then watching shit on the side. Well, that's a bit weird. Even though you're still it's watching a, it at the right angle, but yeah. It's 
sounds like the sort of stuff observation would do. Indeed. <laughs> yeah, it does. Well, it's, it's the modern equivalent of, you know, if you... Uh, you know, when, when you, I'm laying in bed... No, not yet. Like, uh, when you've ever had a... <laughs> when you've been lying in bed and you've had a dead arm for some reason, your yeah. own arm falls on your face. Oh, That's the modern equivalent of that. Playing the switch. I always get it playing the switch. I play the switch in bed and I like to play that line back and then the blood runs out of my hands. I get that from like, when I'm slouching downstairs as well. If I slouch playing it, then, yeah, your arms are fucked. I'm you, just a lazy cunt at the if, moment I'm always slouching if you get a dead arm in your sleep and it falls on your face you suddenly realise how heavy your arm is when you're not in control of it yeah it's quite, it's quite a large lump of meat yeah it is yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's like, ow well spazzy yeah that's bad when you've been sat down that long that you, yeah in one place and watching stuff that your legs go numb like yeah <laughs> or if you're having a shit like, uh, and your legs go numb I you think how long have now? I been here what's the longest yeah. bath you've ever had I've taken to I've had I had one recently when my muscles felt sore and I was like oh, actually I could do with a bath and uh, I did I don't know probably uh, recently it was probably about half an hour half an hour 40 minutes maybe this is good stuff an, an, hour, an hour at the longest but I don't think I, yeah. Chris do you have long baths I've Not reached three hours before really Ooh, fuck me yeah, I've done so, like that shit no way I've done that yeah, by either sorry <clears throat> yeah I mean I've done that by either topping up with hot water or yeah. when I've fallen asleep and I've woken up and it's freezing I've been in the bath for about three or four hours sort of Ill, when I felt ill and like I've had one to make myself like and yeah I might have stayed in there and topped it up a couple of times but an hour max so I get fucking bored and yeah, if I had a because I've got a lot like, of normal sized bath twitchy I can f- luckily I fall asleep and my, my feet will keep me upright if I had like a Scarface bath I'd be dead now <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah, me too, probably. <laughs> this is really good. For one reason or another. Well, no, yeah. Probably because of all the cocaine. But, yeah. <laughs> all, that, all that Italian powder. Do you know and what? It's really good. Me. I think we've like pulled this podcast back and it's amazing how it can make us like men feel like brothers. Because I've never had another man look me in the eye and say, hey man, I'm your brother. Well, I'm looking in your eye right now and hey man, you're my brother. Thanks, man. He I nearly said that without He ain't heavy. He ain't heavy. He's not I mean, my brother either. Hey man, you're my brother. There you go. I meant that. No! Can you remember the old days when you used to tape? I think we talked about this last week. Because um, I was talking about the old days when you'd have a videotape and you'd tape like something rude on Channel 4 and you'd uh, have that same tape that you'd watch again and again and again. But you wouldn't think about anyone would do that nowadays. But Greg paused um, A Star Is Born. Uh, yeah, no, I, uh, I, did more, I did more than that. So I, I paused the Brits the other day to uh, to catch Dua Lipa and her dancers and her backup dancers because I could notice that I was like, easy, is she just wearing a G-string? And her skirt was up really high. And I noticed her da- backup dancers, basically, it didn't look like they were wearing any, any knickers at all. So I managed to pause it when they were all spinning around at the same time and I could just see loads of, loads of butt cheeks. And I took a photo of it and I I, share, I think I shared it on a group. What about Lady Gaga? Lady Gaga, yeah, then it was in A Star Is Born. Um, it's not like that gratuitous. The, there's, like, you see a bit of side nipple like early, uh, like earlier on in the film, but then there's a scene where her and Bradley Cooper are having an argument like he's a pisshead. And like I could, it's quite funny. Have you, have you seen the film? Has anyone seen it? No, but I've spoken no, to Bradley uh, Cooper before. Yeah, yeah, I know you have. Yeah, I don't know if I mentioned that. Yeah, I was, <laughs> no, I was there when you did. Yeah, um, don't tell him about this podcast. Yeah, uh, and, yeah I, I won't ruin it. I won't ruin the film. But um, yeah. they've already done a good enough job of that already. Yeah, yeah, they're having an argument, but she's in the bath. And I said you'd seen a bit of side nipple, but there hadn't been any gratuitous like sex scenes or anything like that, like loads of flesh on show. But then they have an argument, and then he goes to the door to leave. Uh, and then she just jumps. She jumps up out of the bath like it's just a real brief second where he opens the door and then slams it like 
uh, behind him or, or whatever. So yeah, I managed to pause that as well. On because it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix, and Netflix is hard to pause because on, on my TV I can pause it like almost frame by frame, like with my <laughs> with my free view box. But on Netflix, it's it's, it's a bit hard. Right, and you could probably just have googled it. Uh, yeah, no, you could no, you easy could have done. Yeah, but I, I like the idea. Of the challenge. Just, yeah, the challenge of finding it myself. And uh, yeah, no, she, she looked alright. To be fair, I, I would. Oh, I thought you was going to see uh, Bradley Keeper's cock. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not again. Nice, nice, Bradley. Good work, Bradley. No, yeah, no, no, yeah, you see the whole thing. So she, yeah, she, she, uh, she's she shaved. Mm. Oh, no, this is from what I could tell. Oh, it was a bit like, um, but yeah, her, her tits didn't look too bad. Uh, didn't look too bad. No, no she looked right. So the American writer after was her I, name? She, I think she was quite she was moment. quite sexy in that film. I think as well because she sort of played down her image, and I think that was something she might have gone through because she's meant to be seen as quite plain, and then he takes her out, and it's like oh, because she's meant to be a good singer and everything in the film, but it was not meant like her dad saying no, oh, she's never going to make it because she's too plain and all this. Like, but then, but then Bradley finds her. But, uh, I yeah. think women are more attractive when they're a bit more demure. Yes, and got something about them—a bit of a quirk, like not just totally, uh, you know, like totally symmetrically beautiful. Like where yeah. there's, there's such a sort of real boring, bland look, you know, like all the the Beverly Hills 90210 like look, where they're all just yeah, just really they're all good looking, but there's nothing, so nothing about just like, just fact like you're now vacuous, vacuous, yeah, and just fucking just nothing about them, just no, yeah, uh, yeah, no character. Everyone loves a goddamn lobster roll. That's why Martin Bashir would like Princess Diana because she's yeah. got well, that. That's it. Yeah, she goes. She goes on about her nose the whole time. Like, yeah, got that's why he's those bank statements yeah. to have that cheeky interview with her. <clears throat> I, I, do but, you know? I wrote a complaint to uh, the BBC about this. What twenty five years ago? No, no, this week um, about the Diana stuff. Like they're forcing it down our fucking throat. No, oh, yeah. care. like literally, we do not care about privileged people. I read a thing about like Prince Harry is being over therapized because he's having therapy. You meant to have therapy and then a good break between it and then have another session of therapy and a good break. so you can assimilate the things you've learned and discussed, and then you learn from it and you build. So each time you go to the next therapy session, you. But he's having like multiple sessions of therapy, and actually, what he's describing about Without his mum's death. Yeah, he was he was four years old when his mum died, and it wasn't like his mum was a doting mum. She he he lived yeah. and was brought up by a fucking nanny. Yeah, she was going around the world shagging playboys. Yeah, and yet he's like, oh, you know, I lost my mum. I mean, yeah, she like, did love. She, she probably did love them. Um, of course she did. Of course but, um, she did. But she wasn't a present. No. she wasn't a. No, no, it wasn't the same as. I don't think it's the same as me and me or you losing our mum. If I'm honest, like uh, that would be just as tragic, if not more. Uh, Well, well, to me, obviously, it would have been far more tragic. Talking of, I do, I do. uh, No, that's what I've always hated, like with the royal family. That like the thing is, though, because I haven't lost my mum at that like such young age. That's the only thing I will say about them. Like, well, to be fair, that's something I haven't been through. And like, yeah. the rest of the, yes. all the shit they've been, everything else, I'm like, oh fuck that. Couldn't give a fuck about your family and Meg and all that shit. Like, don't give a fuck about that. That is the only thing I'll go. I'll give them and say, look, okay, they did lose their mum at a young age. But yeah, as you say, they're probably yeah quite a little bit more detached from them than say. I think yeah. it's. Yeah. I, I think it, oh, I did think it. Sorry, that's right. Sorry. I think it's good that the um, the tabloids uh, the tabloids of uh, standing up as the moral guardians in this case and attacking the BBC for inappropriately treating Diana because they've always looked after her and never treated her exactly. badly whatsoever have they yeah no. exactly and it's yeah. like um, 
I've got my fucking point now. Um, it will come back to me. We will edit in the point. The point is, <laughs> um, yeah, it's like he's just in. He's just he's just recognised racism recently. So, oh yeah, yeah, racism exists, and then he's shoving it down everyone's yeah. throat. Like you know, there's huge disparities in like you know, like class system, and people are negatively impacted by people's you know unconscious bias and that. It's like you're the royal fucking family. That's your whole point is you've exploited people throughout yeah. your whole existence to a point of privilege, extreme privilege. And now you're turning around to like people who have coexisted and got on and stuff and then trying to teach them some new sort of like moral... Yeah, he's, he's not the best person to be talking about a meritocracy really, is he? No, come. <laughs> gives ginger Can't. people a bad name honestly <laughs> I'm does. embarrassed I'm embarrassed <laughs> I, was, I, I thought Chris Evans was bad and then <laughs> and then Prince Harry comes along and to start with you're like oh he's a bit of a geezer he's a bit of a lad then the bloke who dresses up as a Nazi in Las Vegas uh, at pool parties is then teaching you about how to not be yeah. prejudiced towards other people and if I was you to check ourselves with Mick Hucknall fuck off mate. you've always got Susan Sarandon uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well I've got a, I was talking about unconscious bias I've got a thing whenever I see a woman walking a big dog um, and I've, I've spoken about this before oh, yeah. in private but I haven't said about it on the podcast yeah <laughs> but when I when I see a woman like a single woman walking with a big dog I always think mm, that dog's fucking her because they always Seems seem over involved with a dog and yeah. I was thinking why do I always think this he's um, a big fan and as soon as but it was because a mate of mine told me like years ago that there was a woman that he fucked caught being fucked by an Alsatian and like I was about 13 at the time and sitting around and he was about I thought he was about like 40 or that but I think he was only like 20 he was going yeah and he had this little um, like forum of 13 year old boys and Taylor just teaching us the facts of life but the one that resonated was yeah he caught this woman being fucked by an Alsatian down by the park and ever since then I've like yeah just suspicious <laughs> well, you know either carry the dog in your handbag and do that not that I like those sort of dogs, or leave it alone. Just let it get on with so it. So you need, she needs a chihuahua. Dogs. She needs a chihuahua with a cock of a Great Dane. Is what you're saying? <laughs> I think I saw that DVD from a Chinese souvenir shop in Spain. I used to get. I always got them for. That's for what everyone wants on a Spanish holiday. Well, then they never have the animal and yeah, the actual animal that's on the front. So it always shows a really proud like horse or like this really proud like collie dog or something or Great Dane, and it's always like a mangy Spanish like hairless weird thing. It looks more like a Siamese cat. So like, like fucking a granny and it'll be like a real fit bird on the front as well like a fat fit bird this big like proud unicorn and then the actual it's like yeah this mangy little what, butt what do you think granny. what do you think the English expats I mean I haven't watched them I didn't what actually do you watch think, it what do you think the expats come, <laughs> the expats being forced back to England will miss most the Chinese nah. the Chinese souvenirs or the bestiality porn <laughs> the bestiality porn yeah obviously well, yeah. when I was taking them back the funniest thing is going back into the Chinese people that's what I used to do so we'd get them for a laugh just, yeah just, <laughs> just for a laugh and then go back all I mean, guilty if, if they'd actually had those things in it I probably would yeah, no, yeah, no, would have wanked if, if it was actually had that bird and that proud fucking mutt in it or the proud horse I'd be like yeah there's a proud looking dog and a proud looking horse attractive house so, handsome dog handsome horse going back into uh, the Chinese souvenir shop 90 minutes later we're looking no, no, look at remorse I'd go the next day no I'd go the next <laughs> day I'd always go and pissed and I'd just be like, like excuse me this this dog and this horse are not in this film <laughs> I actually quite like the desperation of some sort of 
Oh, Granny. Oh, okay, I'll do it. My pension's yeah. been delayed. <laughs> fucking fucking DWP, <laughs> I'll fuck that dog. And fucking a trampy oh, dog, yeah, that no one else wants to fuck. It. Yeah. And they've the... got to do it. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh, she's, oh, she's got to do it. It's like the um, videos where you see, like, old men with young, nice women. Yeah. You know, those Dutch. Oh, no, no. Those Dutch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I like and that. Like, it makes you feel weird. Oh, like, oh, yeah, I could do that. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I can still do that in a few years' what, time. you can shag an old man? <laughs> you like that, with the, with the dog, with the dog and the old lady, though, it's like double desperation. That's the thing. It's like uh, that's yeah. what's great about it because the dog, it's like, oh, I don't get to fuck anything. Everyone thinks I'm ugly. I mean, even for a dog. And then, like, and then, like, and the granny's the same thing. And so, yeah, it's perfect. And they get both getting paid. He's getting treats. Everyone's happy. Yeah, I don't. He's getting a treat. I don't think there's a best before date on that type of acting, is there? Really? If you're prepared to do it, someone will film it. So um, that brings us nicely onto porn. That brings us nicely onto next week's subject. Be porn. It was meant to be this week's subject. No. But, yeah. Mental health and porn. I think we can do that every week. <laughs> yeah. Next week will be the mental health porn special. <laughs> Something for everyone. So let's um, finish off with a brown bear then. Yeah. We might as well. Because now we're on a high. And that's brought us up a little bit. That's perked us up. That has, and then we'll finish off with a lovely brown bear. I hope we've all got our characters ready and you've no. been working on them all week. Because <laughs> I, I certainly have. Um, so let's start with... Chris, do you want to start this week or shall I start? I'll start. Okay, I'll introduce you first, then I'll introduce myself. Then who wants to go after me? You, Johnny, okay, yeah. and then Mine Greg can finish up with the headline can, act. So, um, let's can start. Follow. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to... We're here once again at the local Brown Bear Comedy Club. Uh, you know it, you know it. It's lovely to see a nice big packed audience tonight. There's drinks at the back. Hope you've got your drinks. Everyone's in. Please make sure that you are wearing masks when you're sat down. We'll soon be able to take those off. Uh, we've got some lovely great acts for you tonight. Tonight we have uh, four acts for you this evening. Uh, they're new acts. Some are new, some are old. You may have seen them before, you may not. But uh, our first act, please put your hands together and give a lovely warm welcome to Stephen Ladybird. Hello, hello. Uh, my name is Stephen Ladybird. I like to make puns and jokes about insects. Um, my name is Stephen Ladybird. I like to rhyme and pun, especially about insects, photosynthesis and the sun. I started many years ago when I was really young. I marveled at flying creatures mating with their mums. Ignorant of family name, these bugs would shag each other. Uncle, cousin, father, sister, even little brother. They get together, spray an egg, and, what, and wait to see what they discover. Um, I don't like this poem, so I'll stop. Not one more line shall I utter. Anyway, um, good evening. Has anybody met a woodworm? No, I don't think so. No, sorry, mate. I've seen one. You wouldn't like them. You wouldn't like them. They're boring. I like caterpillars. Um, boring. <laughs> so this is like the, the this is the third show I've done. So I've started making some money, which is which is interesting because my favourite. Insect is the richest insect. Um, it's the in, it's the insect that gave me my tile, title because <laughs> I am a paedophile. Um, oh bloody hell! It's the it's the millipede. Um, it's the most valuable insect. <laughs> uh, I don't understand why you don't get millipedes though. I know that there was deaf beetle came close, but um, his income just diminished every breeding season. Um, uh, can I do some audience interaction? Um, <laughs> but you, 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 the tall, the tall lad. What's your name? Um, uh, uh, Greg. Uh, what's it then, Greg? What's your? Uh, do you have any hobbies? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I like, I like to. I like to drone. drone I like to drone. I'm, I'm into photography. Nice. I'm into uh, photography. So same, similar to me, drone, bees, and photography. Uh, I thought, I thought that's that sort of thing. Um, yes, that's very good. Stephen. Um, 
Yeah, I like that. And um, that that fat one over there, he looks like a joker. What's it? Well, not Jalili. I think he's talking to you, Ben. That's it. I'm Jalili twins. My name's Johnny. Johnny Robina. Oh, Johnny Robina. You look you're a big lad. You look husky. I've heard you. You we call people like you grown men. This, is, this isn't working for me anyway, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to wrap it up with one more joke. Um, I used to hunt flies, you know, mozzies, mosquitoes, anything with wings and six legs, but I stopped as it didn't pay very well. Oh, I, I fucked it up. It didn't pay. It, it paid not very much. Anyway, thank you very much. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. That's lovely. That was Stephen there as he's walking out there. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you. Yet again, a lovely act there from a lovely young man called Stephen. Uh, now, our next act this evening is a new lady new to the scene. Uh, we'll bring her up on the stage. Uh, she hasn't been doing comedy very long, but uh, I'll introduce her and you'll find out what her name is. I'll introduce her now. Please put your hands together for Jackie Potato. <laughs> Hi everyone, Jackie. hi, uh, my name's Jackie Potato, um, so I'll tell you a little bit about myself, just to, just to get you to know who I am, get a bit know who I am. So um, I run the local Jackie Potato van and I talk to all the customers and I get on with them, and while we're having a little bit of banter, they said, you, um, you're, a fu- you're quite funny Jackie, you should go up on stage and do some stand-up comedy. So I was like, why not, I'll give it a, ch- I'll give it a try, so I'm sweet as tuna and just as crunchy with some sweet corn in it, um, but... What? <laughs> You wouldn't you wouldn't think there's a lot of jokes you can make about jacket potatoes and working in a jacket potato van, but believe me, there is. Uh, so, um, some people have jacket potatoes, and I say, what, "Do you want cheese? You're having beans and cheese on that?" And I say, "Do you want butter?" And they go, "No butter, please." And I go, "Oh, you got to have butter. You're creamy enough already, are you?" Um, so, um, yeah. So uh, I work with my colleague. Um, Janie, Janine, uh, I don't know, oh God, I shouldn't have used it, oh, it doesn't matter, and um, uh, so I work with a colleague, and, she, and she's saying to me, God, Jackie, you're ever so, you make me die, all day, all day long you make me laugh, Jackie, you're full of, full of life and laughter, and, and that's just me, I'm one of those people, do you know, I'm one of those, um, just happy people and uh, so I don't know if you've ever seen the have you ever seen your green bin it says no hot ashes and I, I thought oh what happens if you put hot ashes in the green bin so I put some hot ashes in my green bin and melted it um oh, I, I, can't, I can't do it oh oh sorry ladies and gentlemen Jackie Potatoes just run off the stage there uh, crying <laughs> sorry about that ladies and gentlemen um, uh, please put your hands together for Jackie Potato <laughs> you're right, Jackie love that's right, just go and take a seat down. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the next act tonight is... Uh, what's, your, what's your name, son? Uh, it's me, Caitlin Jenner. Your next act tonight is a lovely young lady all the way from the United States of America. Uh. You may have known her. She's quite famous. If you've seen Keeping Up with the Kardashians, you may have seen her. It's Caitlin Jenner. Oh, did he say give her a big hand? Oh, yeah, see? Yeah. So I'm an influencer, <laughs> you see? And they said, you've killed before, so why not kill on stage, yeah? Murderer. Yeah. I'm a woman driver. <laughs> okay. I said recently that I... Oh, no. <laughs> I want. I just recently ran for a senator of California. Uh, someone with a similar figure to me did it before. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Huh? Yeah. See? Huh? And they didn't really take to me there. I said I would uh, use all my power to fight the homeless. Isn't that something you'd like to see? Me, mano a mano with the homeless. Yeah. Okay. Tough crowd. 
I'm used to it. Don't worry about it. I, I live with lots of daughters. Okay. I see you had Stephen Ladybird here tonight. He told me a wonderful joke uh, in the green room. He said to me he once bought an alcoholic centipede, and he kept it in a matchbox. And then he said to the centipede, uh, did I mention it could talk? He said to the centipede, do you want to go to the, do you call it a pop? Do you want to go to the pop? And there was silence. He said, my centipede's broken. He said, do you want to go to the pub? And he goes, oh, my God, I'm going to take the centipede back. It doesn't even work. It doesn't talk. So I said, you want to go to the pub? He said, why don't you shut the fuck up? I'm putting my shoes on here. You've been a great crowd. Thank you. Thank you very Woo. much. That was Caitlin Jenner, ladies and gentlemen. Lovely yeah, Lovely Lovely. Give me a big hand. There we go. Off she goes. Off the stage there. Clump, clump, and, uh, clump. Ladies and gentlemen, our final actor this evening. Uh, he's back again. You know him. We know him. We love him. We are, he's absolutely hilarious, this guy. He's got loads of new material. And he's just trying out on you before he goes up to Edinburgh. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands <laughs> together. Give a lovely, yeah, warm... Big American USA, US of A. Welcome to Bobservation. Welcome to Bobservation. All right, okay, back again in the UK. Another transatlantic John for me, Bobservation. All right, okay, I got one for you. So, uh, you guys, you you do dating apps over here? They're all the fucking same. Your Tinder's, yeah, yeah, yeah. your whatever, your plenty of fish. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I've been talking to a broad on one of these dating sites, right? And I put like, yo. Yeah, I said to her, you know, I'm, I'm ideal. I ain't looking for a chick with kids, right? And, you know, in an ideal way. She's like, whoa, she took, she kind of took offense to this. She's like, well, ideal, you know, you know, like kids. I was like, I was like whoa, whoa, darling. It's, I asked her to think about it. I was like, it'd be pretty fucking weird if it was the other way around, right? If I was like, hey, uh, yeah, you look okay, but yeah, can I see a picture of your kids? I want someone with kids. Yeah, I ain't got no kids myself, but yeah, I just want someone with kids. Let me see a picture of your kids. Are they nubile, your kids? You know what I'm saying? That would be weird, right? If it was the other way around. <laughs> and she had to agree. And uh, yeah, so that, right, that, yes, well. that's that bit. <laughs> and that's my bit. That's my observation. It's, it's funny because it's true. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. That was observation. Oh, what's this? We've got a final act. He's a young Spanish man. He's coming on stage. He's just here now. Uh, let's introduce him. Here he is. This is the idol Martini Podecat. It is not only full of horses, but they are doing their best. Uh, news. Shosting a man dropped his phone into a Iranosaurus. What is the worst that it could happen? Juan, stop mugging about. <laughs> And there you go. That was uh, Johnny's dad. <laughs> so that's it. That's it. That's it. Podcast. Thanks for everyone listening. You, know, you never did actually tell the story about the man who dropped a phone into a dinosaur's leg, which was what the build-up was for. Oh yeah, some guy dropped a phone in a paper mache dinosaur and got stuck and died because he couldn't get the phone out. <laughs> so Jake's all round. Yeah. We should have said that before. Well, hopefully we'll be better next week. See you later, guys. Bye. Love you. Have a great day. Adios, queridos. Au revoir. I've been Gregoire. Goodbye.